Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Good morning, Breakfast of Champions. Um, This is a pleasure as I'm normally sitting uh, listening to uh, experts. But I love what Brio just said is that you don't have to be a guru, right, to be an expert. And um, the fact that I'm sharing, uh, I-, I will walk that out this morning. So uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, good morning, champions. And again, welcome to Wealth Wednesday. If you are not already following the greenhouse up top above Brielle's head, please do so. Uh, because you want the notifications every time the Breakfast of Champions uh, room is open. Um, I want to start off uh, with a quote. Uh, Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, um, stated, the future rewards those who press on. I do not have time to feel sorry for myself. I don't have time to complain. I'm going to press on. And that's the encouragement that I have uh, for everyone today, right? Regardless of where you are, we don't have time to feel sorry for ourselves. We don't have time to complain. We're going to press on uh, because I'm a believer that things happen for a reason, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. The things that happen to us uh, are to grow us, right? Because whatever does not kill us only makes us stronger. Uh, but this Wealth Wednesday, out of a devotional that that I was reading this morning, um, you know, in my rise and my rise and grind. Uh, journal, you know, I, I came across uh, the story of legacy. I'm going to say uh, in a story, legacy jumped out at me. Um, and when you think about Wealth Wednesday, I think legacy um, is an awesome thing. Uh, when I think of legacy, I think of uh, my grandfather. I, I've mentioned my grandfather here on the Breakfast of Champions before. Um, he was, man, he lost his uh, left leg when he was about in his 30s and, and turned around and lost, lost his right leg, um, maybe in his late 40s. And, and I asked myself at one point, you know, would I want to live without legs? And my grandfather being the giant, the champion, the leader he was, um, his life exemplified. He showed me how to do it. So um, later on in my life, it never became a question 
uh, regardless of my circumstance, regardless of my situation, um, I would always be able to press on because I've had those examples. Um, my grandfather also uh, was very, very impactful uh, in my life, uh, not just by his example, but you know, um, he did something that the, the, the scripture actually causes us to do, calls us to do, excuse me. Uh, scripture calls us to do. He calls uh, Proverbs 13, 22, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, right? To his children's children, that's a generation down. Uh, a good man leaves an inheritance. Um, inheritance to me is equivalent to legacy. And so this morning in this brief time, I want to talk about legacy, legacy. Um, my grandfather being a spiritual man, um, you know, caused me to lean into um, the relationship between Moses and Joshua this morning, as I felt like my grandfather was my Moses. Um, I was his Joshua, and he expected me to lead uh, our family, right, or help to lead our family into the promised land. And so not sure if everyone is familiar with the story, but, you know, of all the wonderful uh, ways Moses expressed his leadership, you know, the most uh, strategic, right, he had a strategic intent. Um, the, the most strategic uh, thing that he had to do was he trained. He trained Joshua, um, you know, who was destined to become the key element of Moses' legacy, of Moses' legacy. Uh, Joshua was Moses' protege. I was my grandfather's protege. Um, whose protege are you? Who are you working with? Who is your protege, right? We're talking about legacy, building and leaving legacy. Um, I'll fast forward, and ultimately, you know, Moses spent time necessary to equip Joshua. Um, and because he equipped Joshua, he trained Joshua, he did not live to see the legacy of uh, Israel getting to the promised land, but Joshua indeed led those people into the promised land. Um, and so, you know, my message today Ultimately, you know, three things I want to call out in, in the legacy of Moses. Moses empowered Joshua and gave him authority, gave him authority. Moses gave Joshua experience and opportunities uh, for application. And then Moses gave Joshua encouragement and affirmation so that when it was time for him to go on, uh, you know, he was no longer on earth and, and Joshua was left as the young protege, right? He was received. And he was received by the people because Moses took the time to what? To empower him, to give him experience and opportunities to walk it out, and to encourage and to affirm him. Um, on the Breakfast of Champions, we have heard Glenn and we have heard Scott Simon uh, talk about that their wealth legacy. They actually sit at the table with their families. Um, they go over balance sheets. Right. They talk about income that's coming in, expenses um, that are going out. And, 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 and it's called accountability to finances, accountability to finances. Going back to scripture, it says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. What the verse is really telling us is telling us it, it, it's keeping our life goals, our vision and our legacy at the forefront and the center when we're talking about how we use our money today. My question to you. What are your life goals? What is your vision? What is your legacy? 
What are your life goals? What are your vision? What is your vision? And what is your legacy specific to money? Specific to money. When I think of money, right? Yes, we should all be accountable. Yes, we should know where it's where it's going. We should know our status. But I'm not always in sync with, with, with where my money is going. And I've become a lot more conscious of that since being here on the Breakfast of Champions. Just the idea that, you know, Scott Simon's family, um, that it's a business. Their family is set up as a business. He's intentional about the money that goes, goes in, the money that goes out. And better than that, they've created their own wealth system. They don't need banks, right? They leverage tools and they apply strategies for legacy, for legacy. What is your status right now, specific to your money? How much waste and efficiency exist in your bank accounts today? Yeah, let's lean in, let, let, let's lean in. When you think about your bank account, your checking account, your savings account, let me tell you something that I discovered day before yesterday and I immediately called the bank because I'm paying more attention. I'm more conscious, I'm more accountable. I'm focused on legacy. I saw a $97 charge hit my account. I had no idea what it was. It said something like prop stream. I don't even know what prop stream is. I didn't know what it was. So it, it caused me to go into my account and look at it. You know what it was? It was a trial that I didn't cancel. And now $97, boom, just like that, for a subscription I didn't even want. I'm talking about waste and inefficiency. Who has $97 to give away and you don't even want the product? Not me. I called the bank. Guess what? It's fixed. Uh-huh. I'm talking about accountability. Accountability. Legacy. Every dime, every penny matters. If you have money to burn or pennies to waste, can you donate it to me or donate it, you know, to someone who will donate it to a good cause? Because wastefulness will not lead to effective legacy. Wastefulness will not lead to wealth. So I challenge everyone today, if you've not done it, right, go through your checking accounts. Go through your business and your personal checking accounts. Look for erroneous charges, trials that have expired, unused subscriptions. I know I'm saving, I'm going to save some people some money today just off of that tip alone because I know I'm not the only one who's getting hit by charges that I'm not paying attention to, right? We're talking about legacy. I will pause. It sounds like somebody want to weigh in. Somebody have a comment or a question? Or just a hot mic? All I'm right. rolling. All I right. Was... Go, go, go ahead and jump in. Go for it. No, I was just copying for you. I was just cheering for you. That's all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What Glenn stated this morning uh, at the top of his show, he said, what used to be impossible is now the norm. What used to be impossible is now the norm. And what that says is we have no excuses, my friends. There's too many tools and strategies and coaches and mentors and information. We're in an information age. You can Google anything, right? No more excuses. What is your strategic intent specific to your legacy? Glenn also said this morning that wealth, success, and achievement all starts in your mind. Your mind, not your neighbor's mind, your spouse's mind, your children's mind, your parents' mind. It starts in your mind. What we think about, we bring about. 
what we think about, we bring about. Where are you when it comes to your finances? Where are you? Do you know your status? Do you know your status? Do you know where you're going? Do you know how much you're worth? And I know this is probably not a good question for a lot of people. Do you know how much you're worth? It's important. It's really important because this is the bottom line. If you're worth $100 today, the goal is to be worth $1,000 tomorrow. If you're worth $1,000 today, the goal is to be worth $100,000 tomorrow, a million dollars tomorrow, and so on and so forth, right? But you have to acknowledge and start where you are. Shaka, a few minutes ago, talked about how he overcame diabetes, right? Power of the mind power of the mind. Brielle just talked about it starts with us. It starts in the mind. What is your legacy? What is your legacy? Stop comparing yourself to others. Become more intentional about your own legacy. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. A good man. Do you know what your balance, do you know how to balance balance sheets? Do you know how to manage balance sheets? Most people are really intimidated by balance sheets and financial statements and things like that. Even the term EBITDA, EBITDA, you're like, what in the world? Did you just curse at me? No, EBITDA, <laughs> e EBITDA. Listen, Sharon Lecter has a book out right now. It is called Exit Rich. It is a dynamic read. Uh, many of us have already gone through it, but I picked up on EBITDA in that book immediately. I think Renee Knorr um, started off uh, reading a couple of chapters and, and I was in the room and we talked about EBITDA. What is it? It's E-B-I-T-D-A. E-B-I-T-D-A. I was familiar with EBITDA, which ultimately is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. I was familiar with that term because I managed millions of dollars for the third largest communications company in America. I lead a large team of leaders, or right? I have about five locations across the country from Puerto Rico to Colorado, manage millions of dollars. And so I used to work for Verizon and, and working for Verizon, doing the same type of job, it was a little different because it was a publicly traded company. So from a finance perspective, um, we had a lot of um, different budget rules, but working for this organization, it's privately held, and I have so much respect about how they manage wealth, right? Because last year, we generated about $10 billion, $10 billion, and our approach to EBITDA made all the difference in the world. When you understand your interests before when you understand your earnings before interest, taxes, and depreciation and amortization, you really understand profit a little bit better. Sharon Lecter talks about how when you are trying to exit your business rich uh, or exit your business period, right, um, you should focus on, you know, three to four times the worth, the value, the revenue that you would anticipate, right? Um, I know Grant Cardone talks about 10xing. But, but Sharon actually encourages like three to four X when you're talking about, you know, exiting rich. But this is not an exit rich conversation. This is a legacy conversation. And legacy is about managing finances appropriately, right? Understanding balance sheets and financial statements and EBITDA, right? Knowing where the waste is in your household 
and in your business because it all starts at home. It all starts at home. It's hard to believe that you're running your business uh, in an immaculate way and your household is out of order. It typically doesn't work that way. It could work that way, but ideally we want our families to be our number one client. We want everything to be a-okay at home first, right? And then everything in the business to also flow. But if we are going to leave a legacy, an inheritance for our children, we've got to better understand insurance policies and how to leverage them, right, to pay ourselves versus having to go to the bank and get high interest rates. Scott Simons helped us to understand that, right? He talked about how there's a, a difference between whole life policies and term life policies and how you can use insurance policies to borrow money. It's true, guys. When, when he said it, it, it made me think back 10 years ago. I borrowed $1,500 off of an insurance policy that was about $25,000, and I purchased, you know, a car, right? I mean, and I paid it back. And it was like that policy was my own bank. I didn't have to pay interest on it, right? I borrowed it, and I paid it back over time my own way. We have to learn how to leverage tools. We also have to take advantage of, number two, take advantage of 401k. If you're eligible, right? I can remember the first time I was offered a 401k. Talk about mindset. Talk about mindset. I said, nope, I can save my own money. I don't need nobody holding on to my money for me. How ignorant was that? Because what happened, because I turned down that 401k when I was first offered it, I lost about eight years of matching, <laughs> matching revenue. Take advantage of 401k. 401k is one of the main tools to wealth in America, whether people understand it or not. We've got to take advantage of insurance policies, 401k. And then number three, I'm going to introduce something that is one of the oldest yet largest financial institutions in the world, and that's the foreign exchange. I know people, you know, you know, get all kind of woo-woo when they start hearing cryptocurrency and, and foreign exchange. You hear more about cryptocurrency than you do the foreign exchange. But what is the foreign exchange? The foreign exchange is really, uh, the foreign exchange market is a form of exchange for global decentralized trading of international currency. Shortcut. It's the trading of international currency. And it's been around forever. But this is the caveat. Why should we invest in foreign exchange? Why should we? Because it's effective. How do I know it's effective? Because the banks trade on it every day. The banks use our money every day to trade on the foreign exchange. Why shouldn't we do it ourselves? I'll repeat, the bank, when the banks close, right, at six o'clock, all bets are off. Understand that there's a reason why we can't get but a certain amount of money out of the bank on our ATM cards, and we can't get money after a certain time, like, period. It's because the banks are using our money. Big businesses, banks, and institutions trade money on the foreign exchange, right, trading international currency every day, every hour on the hour for the most part. But banks do it after hours. We can do it too. 
I have made thousands of dollars and I've also lost thousands of dollars because this is new for me, right? And I will note, never invest money that you can't afford to lose. Again, never invest money that you can't afford to lose. But if we are going to build a legacy, I mean a big legacy, an effective legacy, a legacy that protects our family and takes care of our children, we've got to use our resources. Insurance, it's a tool. It's a tool. 401k, it's a tool. Forex, it's a tool. And then you have to make sure that the waste is not running amok within your bank accounts, right? Erroneous charges, trials that have expired, unused accounts. I would also suggest you schedule a meeting with a financial advisor at a bank and a bank and a credit union. Banks have benefits and, and what you are scheduling time, you are scheduling time so that they can educate you, right? Financial advisors get paid to educate us for free. Use the resources. Just put on your Sunday's best. Go into the bank with your briefcase or your, or your notebook, looking like a million dollars, even if you got $10 in the bank, they don't know. You don't have to go in and talk about your accounts. Go in and get educated. Take advantage of the resources at a bank and a credit union. Why a bank and a credit union? You can get things done at a credit union much quicker than you can get done at a bank. You really can. And then number three, get clear. You know, understanding the types of policies that you actually have. I'll tell you, my uncle died from COVID in April. And my uncle was a very successful man. Um, he owned businesses and he had a lot of policies. There was one policy um, that his wife pretty much was banking on um, in, in, in the event of a, a tragic situation. It was a million dollar policy. And, you know, the family, when my uncle passed away from COVID, they automatically assumed, right, that they were cashing in on this policy. That's why it's important to know exactly what you have. It's called handling your business. Ultimately, what they thought was a whole life policy for a million dollars turned out to be an accidental policy. And his COVID death was not accidental. Because they assumed and never read the policy, the policy ultimately was not effective, even though they had brought into it for many, many, many years. You have to handle your business. Review, ask questions, read, review ask questions and ask questions again. And then the last thing I would encourage everyone to do is do your research and identify a legitimate bookkeeper, CPA, legal representation, to make sure that you are getting the right guidance to protect your family and protect your assets. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Will you be a good man? Will you be a good woman and contribute to that inheritance? What are your life goals? What is your vision? What is your legacy? Comments, questions. Hopefully this has been uh, helpful.
to uh, to someone. ATM. I, I yes, sir. Go for it. I'm happy to jump Comments. in if you want. You know, happy Please to do. start a conversation. But um, talk about legacy a bit more. And the one challenge I put into our back chat, you know, is that you know my son. Um, uh, I want him to work with me as as my my desire. Work with me, work with me. He's not so keen for it. He could be online now, for all I know. His name is Tim, but he is an influencer, creator, one of us, as it were, help, helping to share knowledge of people. So, what are your thoughts on that? You know, dynamics of kids as they get older. Maybe they evolve. They they want to prove themselves. But the parents like, oh man, I want you to work in in quote unquote the father's house or mommy's house. Could you touch on that? Because it really is personally for me. And, and thank you for sharing. You're dropping so many amazing gems, Tim. You know, um, thanks for the question, Ramon. I I'm kind of dealing with that right now. My, my mom, so I was, my family's entrepreneurs, okay? Um, my, my mom's been a business owner forever. And my father also was a business owner. And of course, they wanted us to support their businesses, a construction company and, and a floral company, right? But th these are their businesses, their dreams, their goals. And I think at some point you have to respect the fact that we all have dreams, visions, and goals. Um, you know, I think it is advantageous for your son to be able to glean the leadership skills, the business acumen um, necessary in business, right? But it's also important uh, for you, Ramon, to, to, you know, cultivate what it is that, that he desires for himself. Um, and to and to not push back on it, right? Give him the ability and and the lead way to either fail or succeed on his own, right? But but it's that leadership, it's that business acumen that's the common thread across all industries and all businesses. So you know, I, I say let him lead his own way, and you just be right there behind him supporting him, um, because what that will do is that will have him to want to support you when when he when you need him to right not because it's a mandate but but because he genuinely wants to support dad who supported him hopefully that helped ramon thanks for the question christina renee, renee and then christina is it christina first and then renee tm I, I did say christina but let's go renee uh and then christina well let me just say wonderful um, segment, great gems that you were able to pour into us and congratulations um, as well. And I'm going to also just chime in off of what Ramon has just shared because building legacy is all that we always want the best for our student, uh, the best for our kids. I can agree with you. Um, of course, having um, been a mother of Ms. Janae Noor, I was always almost kind of like trying to force her to do what I wanted her to do. And I have to realize we have to let them go in order for them to grow. And now she has become, and she's becoming a better version of herself and not the version that I want her to become. And I'm so pleased to say this, Ramon, you know, you've already laid down the foundation. You've already set the example. Your kids are going to make those decisions. All you have to do is just keep on walking in your footsteps. Um, keep on doing what you do because they're going to follow you. They're, they're going to mirror you no matter what, especially having a father like you. Um, I love your segment talking about the whole cryptocurrency, talking about how we have to be accountable for our own success. We have to stand up taller than before because it is our responsibility to understand what's going on and one of the things they said before you know it's not anyone excuses anymore the internet is free 
The internet is free. There's so much information out there. And I'm grateful with Breakfast with Champions that we hold each other accountable. Absolutely love the book, Exit Rich. And I know we got a complete reading that book also, TM. Um, but one of the other great things about it too, um, how we are preparing ourselves for our better version of this financial literacy space, it's important for us to definitely have our children right there with us because you'd be surprised of what they're learning, even if they may not take it all in at that time, just allow them to continue on being, you know, sitting right there with you because they're going to get it. I was a stubborn girl growing up in New Orleans with my mom. And now today, of course, I appreciated everything that she had set aside for me to do and definitely having the worth ethics for my father, Mr. Willie Wilson. I'm grateful to be the student that I am today. But thank you again, TM. I'm grateful to be able to share today. Thank you so much, Renee. Thank you so much. Um, Christina. Good morning again. Great session, TM. Great session. Um, I like the way that you remembered your grandfather at the beginning of your segment. Um, that was good. I love that. Um, what you said, knowing our finances are better, knowing our finances start better at home and touching off what Renee just said, uh, we should teach our kids how to manage finances. Uh, it all starts at home. Um, I, I truly believe that teaching them the difference between needs and wants, um, very important. Uh, letting them know that, hey, purchasing things that you don't need can get you in trouble later in life um, if you do it a lot. Um, so purchasing things that you need versus um, not just because you want something. Um, also going back to insurance policies, um, being clear on the type of policies that that we have. Um, I think I mentioned in, a, in, a, in another session on another day that uh, my brother passed away at age 48 in uh in may may 29th and he had an insurance policy that his 10 year old son uh was a beneficiary on and i don't think he understood the policy because tm like you said uh your family member you know it was an accidental insurance policy and so we found out that the insurance policy that my brother had the 10 year old on was an accidental accidental insurance policy and while he passed away while he was at work um, it wasn't accidental. He was an 18 wheeler truck driver pulling out of the shipyard and, um, had heart conditions and passed, suddenly passed away. Um, but it wasn't an accident that was caused, um, that would actually, um, pay out to the 10 year old. So I just wanted to share that great nuggets this morning, great information. And, um, this is Christine and I'm done speaking. Thank you, Christina. Um, I want to pass it off to Hannah E. But before I do so, I just want to say regarding my grandfather, right? Uh, he was not a rich man. He was not a wealthy man. He had nine children. And upon his death, he was able to leave uh, all eight that were still living, $10,000 each. He was intentional and he was a good man. Uh, thank you for the time. And I now pass it back to, uh, to Sarah. It is my joy to pass the mic to Miss Hannah E. But first, I just want to say, and I hope everyone can hear me this time, let's give it up for TM and his AM segment. Hey, TM, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really awesome. good. 
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.